and welcome to the, the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast Behind the, the G-String, where we take you behind the scenes of the strip club world. I'm Jade, and with me is Suki. Hello! Get ready for outrageous stories and a glimpse into our stripper lives. We're dishing out the crazy shenanigans that happen under those neon lights, so buckle up because it's time to get started! It's good to have you back, back to civilization. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. For those of you who don't know, I, I just trucked my way back from Burning Man. How like, would they know? A week ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was a good time. It was a very good time, but it also was a terrible time. But it wasn't because of the mud. It was. It was the best of times. It was the worst it was of times. The, yeah. As a you, you Charles get, Dickens. Is that Charles Dickens? I, I don't know. I don't read old books. <laughs> I read only new books. Burning Man wasn't too bad. It was fun in the beginning, and then I took way too much mushrooms and had a panic attack during those mushrooms, and then it turned into a huge ego death, and then I cried in my RV for like eight hours straight. And that kind of set the tone for the rest of the week, unfortunately. It rained. It people rained. were stuck. There was, quote-unquote, an Ebola outbreak, there according was no to... Ebola <laughs> outbreak. As somebody who was, unfortunately, in the med tent, because I also got a UTI during Burning Man. Fuck. But, yeah. hey, it was socialized medicine. You walked in there, you peed in a cup, they gave you medicine, and you left. Did it. you get a UTI from all that fucking in the orgy? I don't know. I could have been lots of. Things. It could have been anything. <laughs> I'm just very prone. I'm very. I'm very yeah. sensitive. I'm. Now. I'm a yeasty girl. I'm not a UTI girl. Yeah. I'm a yeasty girl. I get U- um, UTIs. A lot. So <laughs> you you haven't worked too much since we last recorded because of said Burning Man. Yeah, I went back, came back from Burning Man, and then immediately just got sick. Not with Ebola yeah. or COVID, but <laughs> I think uh, you know, like when you get sick from like weather changes, you're like in the heat, or just from exhaustion, probably, probably, yeah, and the stress. Um, you know what they say, you get the burn you need, not the burn you want. And I came home being like, maybe I should go see a psychiatric therapist. (laughs) I mean, if you can afford it, I say go for it. Speaking of stress, my mom was visiting in town and she does not know that I'm a stripper. So I had to leave a suitcase full of shoes at my boyfriend's house (laughs) and just parade around other parts of town away from the strip clubs. But, um, no life secrets were revealed. Uh, So my first story that I wanted to tell you, tell me. I titled it Tequila Crotch. <laughs> tequila Crotch? Yeah, because... <laughs> Let me tell you, tequila does burn on your crotch. Um, I didn't feel... Okay, maybe it didn't go inside me. It was on my crotch. This was on a Friday that was like not super popping. So I was like stressing out a little bit. Yeah. And I had gone up to this guy who looked really like geeky. He was like really skinny and he had like a vegan hat like his hat said something about being vegan and I was like okay I can work with this (laughs) and I started talking to him and like he was pretty drunk but we got into some I thought we were having a good connection we talked about like him having an eating disorder I've had one because he's a runner so I guess like it's pretty common that people who do marathons have a lot of eating disorders really I did not know that Um, so we talked a little bit about that I thought we had a good connection and we did a 15 which is not that much whatever and he was like very excited to be there and i was like okay i can convince him to do more time so after we were done i gave him some time i went back to this table that i sit with this regular who's kind of great he like gives every girl that sits down with him two hundred dollars oh but, that's amazing but only until after he leaves and he stays for so long so you kind of have to do this dance where you like sit with him talk to him make sure that he remembers that you exist so that when he decides to tip everyone two hundred dollars on a card that it gets to you but then also like you can't be there for like the whole time two hundred dollars is not worth like three hours right no it's not 
so it gets kind of stressful because you're kind of like, okay, I need to like go make money, but also make sure that like all the time that I've spent sitting here isn't wasted. And so finally he tips us $200, like eight girls who were sitting there. I was like, cause it kind of spreads, right? Like, so I know that. So I make someone sit. And so like eventually yeah. it started with two of us sitting there and now there's like eight <laughs> girls feeding the, everyone's family, <laughs> literally <laughs> soup for their families. <laughs> um, and so I go up to this guy and he's like way drunker and I'm like, Hey, like let's t- let's time to like go more private, this and that. He's like, Oh, but I spilled tequila on my crotch. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> I've sat on way too many wet cr- crotches. I know. And I was like, are you sure it was? No, it smelled really strongly of tequila. Okay. Like it was definitely, he spilled like a whole shot of tequila. And so I take him to the 30 minute room and I'm dancing on him. And like, obviously my crotch is rubbing on his crotch. So now we, we're both tequila. Crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's wet. It's like really wet. Yeah. Um, I thought like maybe he peed himself, but it smells so strongly of tequila. It was like definitely just like a joke mm-hmm. of tequila was dumped on his body. And he's kind of doing the most. He's like, I don't know. Like sometimes people can get so complimentary that it's like uncomfortable. It's yeah. Like, What's it like to be like the hottest girl ever? Or like, <sighs> it's not even fair. And I'm just like, you're just drunk. But, um, this story happened two days after the chubby incident, which you haven't heard about yet. Suki, but. I think the listeners might have. Okay. So I kind of needed it. <laughs> and no, did somebody call you chubby? Yeah. <laughs> and, to my face. and I bet you it's always like some overweighted balding dude. That's to my always... face. Anyway, let's moving on. Anyway. I hope you all know that Jade is like the strongest human being I've ever met in my life. <laughs> anyway, well, you'll hear about it or go back. I don't even know at this point, but. He's getting really into it and he and he bit my ear a little bit and he and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like no biting. And then he was also scratching me a lot, like really hard. And I was like worried about having weird scratch marks. Yeah, I hate it when guys scratch me. I, I'm just a person that doesn't think men should have fingernails at all. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just remove them like like, like fucking cats. <laughs> Oh my god! Like inhumane cats. I mean, I rather I rather declaw a man than declaw a cat. <laughs> D- hashtag declaw all men. Declaw all men. <laughs> Dude, have you ever been fingered by a guy with long fingernails? Yeah, I've been scratched, and I I think that's one of the reasons why I like really takes me a lot to have a guy finger me. I'd rather just have him put his dick in me because yeah. there's, no, there's no nails <laughs> on his penis. Hopefully. Have, Hopefully. You, have you seen teeth? Yeah. No, but anyway, and I was like, hey, like, no, like, please don't scratch me. I don't like having marks on my body. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, but he's drunk. And I get him. I'm like, okay, well, we should do like more private. So I get him to do an hour. So at this point, this guy has kind of like made my night. Yeah. So we go to the hour room. I was so tired. It was like when we got to the hour room, it was like 1.30, which is usually the time that I like to leave unless I'm taking Adderall. And I was just like, I didn't want to be there anymore, but I knew I had to make money. So I was like, okay, we'll do an hour. Mm -hmm. And so as we're dancing, he bites. So 30 minutes in, he bites me super hard again. And I just went, you're done. You're done. Like you bit me. I told you not to bite me. And I ended the dance and I was like, ah. Part of me was like, I don't want to deal with this guy who keeps biting me and scratching me when I've already said no. But then also I was kind of glad he fucked up. Yeah, because then you got that, that hour. Evil? No, that's not you <laughs> at all. You told him the rules. He couldn't handle himself as a human being. But I was like hoping I like manifested with my witchy powers <laughs> that he overstepped so I could end it. And obviously I didn't ask for a tip. 
Yeah. But I also like didn't have to do 30 minutes of the hour that he paid for. And he was so embarrassed. He was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no. Like, I just played the part of like, because we put up with a lot of shit. Like, listeners to this podcast know we put up with a lot of shit yeah. to finish a room. And I was like, no, how dare you? You bid me. <laughs> and I just walked out and I told one of the hosts and he's like, oh, well, you know, I can see if he wants to like just pay for the half hour instead of the hour. Uh, No. I know because I was worried he was going to try and cancel it. Um, But then he went back and he was so embarrassed that he just like left. So I was good. I got my money and I got to go home at my desired time. I went home at two. That's pretty great. I know. But I I, part of me felt like kind of guilty until I thought about it more. I wouldn't feel guilty. I think you told him multiple times not to cross your boundaries. And he did. And he reaped what he sowed. And And I'm actually very proud of you. For canceling the dance and like standing by your boundaries because that's really really hard to do yeah we've been we were talking about that um i'm gonna tell someone else's story but basically i'm not gonna use names so i told my story where i was in the room with chloe and that dom dom you see yeah where i felt because i was in a room i couldn't like assert my boundaries as much because i was worried about fucking up her money yeah and basically same thing happened to a friend yesterday but she did the opposite. She like, you know, the guy kept trying to rub her crotch and she was like, no. And then kept trying to make out with her and being like, no. But then the other girl was letting him do that. So then at the end of the hour, he renewed with just the one girl. Yeah. It's so, so hard when it's a, a double things like that. It's almost like you have to find a way to trick them into doing something else. Like when you have couples and they're super handsy on you and then you go, oh my God, just like you guys are so hot. Just like make out with each other. Like I just, I need that. And then they spend all their time on each other and then you can just be like doing the floss in the background. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's basically what I did. And I told you when you got there. So um, on Saturday, I've been not going up to couples because I realized like I don't like them and I've just decided I'm not going to go up to them anymore. But there was no one. <laughs> so I went up to this couple and they ended up being cool. Like, I guess he was divorced and had a bunch of money and sh- they were dating. And he- she was the first person that had let him like be open. I guess like they were yeah. getting into it and he was like fucking her friends, like all these crazy things. And he was like, you know, just super happy. And she was basically like Aladdin, like, I can show you the world. <laughs> and it was their first time at a strip club together. Okay. Or his first time at a strip club with a girlfriend. Okay. And so I convinced him to like only do a 15. But as we're dancing, the girl is like, do you want to do a bump of coke? <laughs> In the 15, which as we've talked about, it's not very private. Yeah. And I was like, that's an hour room uh, kind of deal. And I was like, uh, no, I'm good. She's like, do you mind if we do it? And honestly, I was just like, sure, go ahead. And so I was just like pretend dancing covering up (laughs) the couple as they did a bunk a bump of cocaine and then afterwards i just remember what you had told me about couples and i was like you guys can make out and they're like really and i'm like yeah (laughs) like why wouldn't they be allowed to make out i don't know then they start making out and i was like yeah like you said it just kind of took off the pressure off of me it, she tipped me pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think probably the cocaine because of that. And then she was like, well, you know, I have a bag full of Coke in my pocket if you want to do any more. And I just looked at her and I'm like, no, you don't. Because there was a little baggie full of cocaine on the seat. She like almost left it. Oh, shit. <sighs> don't forget your drugs. Have I told you the story where this guy like this is kind of random. So it was after I had checked out when I used to work at the the Sparrow, mm-hmm. we would check out kind of inside the club. So the 
sometimes some customers would be lingering and they would see us in like our sweats. And this guy that I had talked to earlier was like, oh my God, you look so hot in sweatpants, which these like super baggy gray sweatpants. And I was like, uh, he's like, can we do a lap dance? Like in your sweatpants? And I was like, sure. And so I asked the manager because I was already checking out. He's like, yeah, you can go do one lap dance. And we do it. And whatever. I thought it was weird. I thought it was kind of funny. He was like, I just, it looks like very like natural sporty girl, whatever. Didn't care. Like weeks later, I put on those same sweatpants to go outside and move my car because parking in um, the city where I was at, I had to like, you know, yeah. go move my car. And I put my hands in my pocket and I take out a bag of cocaine. And I'm like, did he put, did he, did he put cocaine in your pocket? Yeah. He, and I, I literally was like scared. I was like, what? Why do I have cocaine in my pocket? Dude. And then I thought about that and I was like, why would he put cocaine in my pocket? And I threw it in the trash. Yeah, because you don't want to take. I don't know if it's fentanyl. Know. Yeah. And then I saw him like weeks, maybe months later at the at the strip club, and he was like, "I was like, hey, did you like forget something in my sweatpants that one time?" He's like, "Oh my god!" Like I just put it there during the dance because I didn't know what to do with it, and then I forgot to give it get it back. He's like, "What'd you do with it?" I was like, "I threw it in the trash." He's like no like that was good cocaine i was like i have no way of knowing that it could have been meth for all i know yeah. like it, it's just a white powder i mean you could buy a drug testing kit yeah but but what if it's meth it'll tell you it'll change How does colors it, tell you? It, it uses chemical reactions to give you like a color chart of what's in it so oh. certain certain um kind of like a mood ring kind of yeah <laughs> i was also hearing that like you have to test all of it I mean, maybe this is just like drug just, war paranoia. But yeah. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I get I get all my drugs from this rich guy I know because he's friends with this person who's like a literal chemist. Oh, okay. And so like makes it like in so a Breaking lab. Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell me your story from Saturday? So Saturday was kind of a weird night for me. Um, it took me like three hours to even decide to get up off of the <laughs> bar stool and start talking to people it was it just didn't feel like a saturday it was fairly slow um there was a, it was like couples night there was couples it was date night everywhere it was, it was the same night, night that yeah. i did my cocaine bo- i yeah. didn't do the cocaine i saw you in there actually. my cocaine couple I got so excited because like you were doing that dance when i was walking in to go check in and i was like oh, oh jane's here dear listener that was literally the only vip i did the whole night damn straight up 115 yeah so I did a 30-minute room with uh, this guy's friend. He's never done any strip club Oh, my thing. God. This guy paid for it for yeah. you to go in there. And then I talked to that guy, and he was so rude to me. Yeah. And, oh. uh, and he, uh, he has my burner number, and he was like, you should come to Sacramento and hang out with me. Blah. The one who and paid like, for it or the one the who? The one who paid for it. But Uh-oh. I'm like, if you're not going to, like, I know you paid for your friend, but if you're not going to pay for me, I just feel like. Why should I give you my time? Yeah. No, he was awful because I talked to him and he was like, you're actually like really cute. This and that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so are we going to do a dance? He's like, no, that's a waste of time. And like, I basically was trying to get him to spend money. He's like, I already spent money on that guy, the one that you took to the 30. Yeah. And I was like, well, what about me? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, so did I waste your time? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, if you don't give me any money, like, yeah. And he's like, then I guess I wasted your time. And I was like. I hope you feel good about that. And I left. And yeah. I could tell that it really was, I could, like bothered him. Yeah, I that's I, I have a sixth sense about people. And the more people that I talk to outside the club, the more 
I am very like I'll be I'll fucking choose somebody out over a text message. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I'm like, you want you want me, then you these are the rules you're gonna have to follow. Oh no, he tried to get me to come over to his hotel later, but yeah. he kept being like I kept being like, Well, if you give me a good tip right now, like I'll think about it. Yeah. And he was like, No. I, I was always like, just say if you can't if you can't pay for me here, you can't pay for me there. Yeah, and I'm always like I'm you know, for anything in comfort yeah. zone, yeah, to I'm like your weird ass hotel room. So I'm just supposed to believe that you're gonna pay for something, like oh. So I did that thirty with that guy. He was really sweet. He was very light touched. He he wasn't trying to fucking like rip my titties off and stuff, which was nice. He wasn't using your titties as a stress ball. No, you'd be surprised of how many men fucking do that shit. And <laughs> the absolute bananas out of me. But yeah, I uh, so I did that thirty minute room. It was it was decent. We I tried to get him to talk the whole time. We drank. He just kind of like rubbed me, and he didn't cross my boundaries. So yeah, he, he, he rubbed you. Yeah, he just like rubbed my back and oh. my booty, smacked my booty like at a low to medium pressure, like so. just for the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked the jiggle. And it was nice. It, he was a, a plus customer for sure. And his buddy paid. But I didn't get a tip, which sucks because his buddy paid. <sighs> yeah. But I then, mean, does he have no, no cash? Like, what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. It was a, it was kind of weird, but I was just like, I was just happy to get a 30 minute yeah, after yeah. not doing anything for three hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> but then I ended up walking past this, like, um, these two, like, black guys in the corner and um, usually black guys really love me because I'm, I'm a cute, thick white girl, but like with a skinny waist, like I have a yeah. booty. Yeah, you have the big booty. And so uh, I was talking to this one guy and um, his friend and he was super nice. And then his other friend went up to go tip stage. And I was like, oh, shit, they have like a lot of ones. Like maybe they'll be a good customer. And so I <laughs> I sat in the guy's chair and he came back. He's like, um, excuse me, that's my chair. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And then he, he was like, you could sit here. And he took this chair and he put it all the way away from him oh. next to his <laughs> other friend. I was like uh, trying to talk to them. And he was just like, yeah, no, I don't fuck with you. I don't want to talk to you. Blah, blah. Oh, my God. And just- I was like. Did I do something also, wrong? Also, like, for the audience, like, Suki is just, like, the nicest, sweetest, bubbly, like, nothing off-putting about her. Like, I yeah. don't, yeah. For me, I like to pry because I have really tough skin and I want to know, like, I, I feel like everything can be a learning experience. So I'm like, how did I rub this guy the wrong way? And so I'm talking to his friend and his friend looks, like, wide-eyed and he's like, I, I don't know. And I'm like, I, did I do something? And he's like no I mean I was like are you guys friends do you know each other and he was like yeah and I, <laughs> I don't understand what he's doing and so I'm like trying to talk to this guy because now I'm like oh this is a challenge yeah Suki likes a challenge <laughs> and then so I was like oh well what are you eating and he's like I don't need to tell you I don't need to be nice to you why yeah yeah just like i don't understand like you come into my workplace and just be rude for no reason like it's our job to talk to you like if we're a pest go to go to a bar so the interesting thing was i was like well hey i apologize if i did anything that offended you you know and he's like no you didn't offend me i just know your time is his money and i don't want i I don't want to pay for anything i just want to eat my food so i'm just i'm just blunt and letting you know that i I, I value your time, so I don't want to waste it. But it was so weird of him being, like, super, like, the, I, he was so blunt, it came off as really rude. Well, it's just, like, you can be like, hey, we're just here to eat. Um, we don't want to waste your time. Like, 
But then that's it. Right after you don't that, have to say, he bought his friend a dance. Yeah, but for you me. don't have to say like I don't fuck with you. Like yeah. that's so mean. It was so weird. I have whiplash from this encounter. Yeah. But he uh so he was like, I but my just, buddy wants a dance. I'm also just like, okay, then why come into the strip club if like you're gonna be upset that the strippers come and talk to you? Because yeah. like this happens a lot. It's like, hey, you go up to a group of guys and they're like, hey, we're just trying to catch up, and I'm like okay like then why come here where it's literally in our job description to go up and say hi to people yeah because that's how we sell like i'm just confused i know he ended up like giving you money but that's just like no it was weird it's just like we're human beings like don't don't treat us rudely for no reason i completely agree i roll it off of me and just be like you're projecting your own issues But he bought his friend a dance, and he gave me 50 bucks for one dance. He was like, you can keep the rest. And I was like, okay, this is such a weird interaction. And then he started being super nice to me. And he started, like, he was like, you want a bite of my pasta? And he, like, gave me a bite of his pasta. And then he, like, pulled me close to him and was just, like, laughing and and being completely opposite of what he was. And then he, like, I went on stage. He threw, like, like, probably $50 to $60 on me. It was so weird. And then they were like, we really wanted drugs. And so maybe (laughs) that's why they were trying to score like some Molly or something off of someone. Oh, and then I totally forgot about this. My ex-boyfriend came to the club again. Your ex-boyfriend from how long ago? So back when I was 19, I was sort of seeing this guy who was a football player like linebacker or something like that but he he was totally my type he was like six foot four like 280 pound just big boy and i i love that shit because i'm tall and <laughs> big boy. yeah and so i was super into him but we, he always just fuck and he didn't want to commit to like anything so i ended up meeting my ex-husband and then I moved away to colorado and for seven years my whole marriage with my ex that's crazy he would message me like yeah. once a year and yeah. tell me when me and my ex broke up after two weeks, he messaged me and was like, let me take you to dinner. Like, I fucked up. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't really want to give him a chance because he, he kind of like really hurt my heart. I ended up not hanging out with him at all, but he saw me the when I first started dancing. Um, oh, I remember. Yeah. 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 And so I w- when I was first dancing, I was with this client and he was paying me like, just to hang out with him like every like 30, 40 minutes. Like this guy was like super rich. And I was like, hey, this guy wants me to hang out with him. He's paying me. I can't just go over to you and start talking to you. But he kept eye fucking my customer and making him feel super uncomfortable, which was super shitty. Yeah, like he's he's messing up your bag. Yeah, Yeah. he's messing up my bag. So then after that, he ended up leaving and we didn't connect. And then he saw me again at Clementine's. Yeah, And so he was telling me then, like, I miss you. We should have been together, blah, blah. I'm going to name him Frank. Frank the fuckface. Frank is short for the fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I told him, I was like, hey, Frank, like, you know, we had a thing. Like, you're a cool dude. Like, I wish you nothing the best. And he's just he told me he was like, I want to fight your boyfriend. And I okay, was like, okay. Weird. And then I told I tell John everything. So I told him what happened. And John messaged him and was because he was <sighs> messaging me on Instagram. Yeah. And John was like, hey, man, I heard you want to fight me for, for my girlfriend. <laughs> He's like, let, just let what me is know. What is this? A Come duel? <laughs> yeah. This is medieval times. Yeah, yeah. But it was just funny because like he's been he's been barking up my tree for ever since like I decided to be peace out on him. Yeah. And then every once in a while he comes in. So this particular time. He fucking comes into the club. He sits in the corner. He watches me. I ignore him the whole time because I'm like, 
he's not going to pay me any money and he's, he's just going to like, and he's be trying a to dick. beat up your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and so he watches me on stage and then I have to go to second stage and he's leaving. So he's in the front room and then he sits down and I'm like, well, fuck, I have to be on second stage. So I start dancing and then he comes up to me and he gives me, he puts a dollar on the stage. I was like, Oh really? A dollar? That's all you're going to give me. And he's Is that what like, you said or did you just think about it? Oh no, I said that. And he was like, yeah, maybe two. Oh nope. Just one. And I was just like, Okay, dude. Like, I'm like, you are obviously super salty, and I'm still the winner in this when situation. When they leave one dollar, I just say, oh, you forgot your trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to have somebody go up to him and be like, hey, Suki wanted me to give you this. She said you need it more than she does. Yeah. But yeah. I was just like... I didn't even want to put my energy into he's it. He's so bitter. Yeah. He's so no, bitter. No. And he and like for him to go out of his way to do that, I'm like, wow, you're really still hurt over something that you did. Like this isn't a, a my problem. This is yeah. a you problem. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much my night. I have one last story. This is kind of sad. I don't I don't know if we should end on this, but basically <laughs> this happened last night. Last night was good. Um, there was a bachelor party and I was talking to whoever guy in the bachelor party and he was like, here, here's 40 bucks, go dance on the bachelor. And so I'm dancing on him and something that I, we do a lot is ask about tattoos. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I see a tattoo on his forearm and I'm like, Hey, what's that? And he goes, that lump. (laughs) And I go, no, like your tattoo. (laughs) And he's like, Oh, that's, you know, something, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, but he does have a lump. So I'm like, and what's the lump (laughs) and he's like oh yeah i got a bad phone call today i have skin cancer and i'm like oh my god like i'm so sorry this is all during a lap dance like i'm just grinding on him with my tits (laughs) out that's so hot i'm like well and this is true i was like there's a lot of treatments for skin cancer like as far as I understand it, it's not like... They a, just cut it off. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if they just cut it off. Like, maybe... I, I, it depends on... Like, I went I crazy. I looked at... You can go to like, your lymph nodes. I don't know. But I was like, as far as I understand, you can you can deal with it. Yeah. So I was like... And then it's I... It's not the worst... I don't think it's the worst cancer. No. If they catch it early and they yeah. cut it out, it's not the worst much cancer. okay. And we're going to get letters from the skin cancer community. But I was just like, oh, you know, like there's there's so many treatments for it. And then I turn around and as I'm grinding on it, he says something. And I'm like, what'd you say? It's like, oh, I'm just being rude. I'm like, rude to who? And he's like, to you. And I'm like, I'm like do I finish this lap dance? So I just like kind of did the most lackluster lap dance. And I got up and I was like, okay, thanks. And he just went back and sat down. I was like, that is so uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I don't know. if I, See, I like to pick at people. I don't just, like, leave things alone. I would be like, I apologize if I was rude. I was just trying to reassure you, but you're obviously not in the correct mindset yeah, to Yeah, I guess I just that. didn't. I was like, who, who am I, some random stripper, to give you, like, hope about your skin cancer? Okay, I can end this with a good one. So yesterday, I also danced with a guy who was, like, he looked like a cowboy. He had, like, a giant Texas hat, and he was 21. He was, like, a little baby. Aw, And I like, to, I like to, like, joke around about being a witch, and I was actually scaring him. It was so funny because he's like, oh, are you, like, a witch? What are you... Like and I was like, yeah, like I'm a Satanist. Like and he was like, no, I can tell your eyes that like you have witch eyes. I'm like, what? Because they're black. Like, well, I mean they're brown. They're dark brown. He's like, no, I just see like a glimmer. And I got him to do a thirty. And then while I was in there, he was like, so what are you doing later? You know, like trying to hook up or whatever. And I was like, spells. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it's a new moon, right? 
like he's like oh my god you are a witch i'm like so you have to be nice you have to give me a good tip and he did give me a hundo so that's good that was a fun i you know what maybe you should start telling people that you are a witch and that if they don't give you a tip that you'll curse them i say that i'll curse them and their all their future children yeah i like that (laughs) (laughs) we should end (laughs) follow us at cr secrets pod on instagram tiktok twitter YouTube. Uh, Facebook. Pop Facebook? Do we have Facebook? Yeah, now? all okay. the bullshits. Um, shout out to Candy for setting up the Facebook and email us at crsecretspod at gmail.com. And come listen to us next week where we spill all the beans on our <laughs> all the beans. All, all, on all our the twerking, toe beans. Twerking uh, <laughs> <love> saga. <laughs> okay, my <bye. Bye. laughs>